Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that surrounds it. Like baseball games. Yes, baseball. 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 You like baseball. Yes, I do. I've enjoyed baseball for a long time. And you went to see a baseball game. I did. Because now that you're fully vaccinated and things are starting to open up, you can go and see baseball. I can go and do something or another after a year and a half of... You are much more bothered by being cooped up than I ever will be. Probably so. And... Which is funny because I'm the introvert, but... It has nothing to do with getting, like, new surroundings. You just don't like people. You want new places. You don't want the people in them, but you want the new places. Well... Part of the thing is that when the pandemic started, everybody else who was cooped up all, all went out to the places where I would go, outside, and they were in my way, so I couldn't go there. Okay. You know, on the trails or just outside, because okay. there's nowhere else to go. Yep, I got you now. Yeah. I've heard a couple people say this. Um, I think Marissa McCool was saying that she was tired of seeing people on her birding paths that she was... I can so appreciate that. Right? Yes. <laughs> There are more people and I don't like it. This is my space. My lonely space. I like my space. My lonely. I was very excited the other like Friday when I was off and I dropped the boy at school and I went directly to a trail. Like I had to drive there half an hour or something. And I got to the little parking area and I was the only car. (gasps) I was so excited. Hella freaking Louisiana. I took a picture. Wow. Yeah. That's totally great. And I took a walk and I saw birds and you know. Mm Mm-hmm. On my way back, the people were there. I'm sorry. Well, at least I was on my way back. But I was very excited because it had been a long time since I got somewhere at really early o'clock and there were no people. Right. And that makes sense because like even when you go to baseball, usually you go to spring training. Yes. Because your sister lives near there. And they're very small stadiums. Yes. So a full stadium there is like a 10 or 25% stadium anywhere else. Right. So still fewer people. Yes. But see, that was the other advantage of this baseball game. Things are, some baseball stadiums are just changing their capacity. Okay. Like, you know, if we we could have went to Chicago, it would have been cheaper for a ticket. And they just opened up 100% capacity for starting like, yikes, you know, this week or next week. Let's not do that. Well, they're they're really being pressured by probably the team owners and stuff like that. Oh, I'm sure. So they're going to do it anyway. But where we went, it was still low capacity. And when I saw baseball games on the TV this year, not so much last year, because you really couldn't get where the game was if you could get in. Right. You know couldn't get there. And if they had a location where the state and local government was letting people in, I don't trust those people to be around them for a game anyway. Yeah, that was a problem. But what they have right now is you have to be vaccinated to sit in certain areas. Nice. So, and we sat in cheap, you know, nosebleed type seats. It wasn't a huge stadium, but bigger, bigger than spring training. That makes sense. Even comes close to. But the section we sat in, you had to show your COVID card. And they had to give you a bracelet. And then you could sit there without your mask on. Or not. You could put your mask on. But if you left your area, you had to put your mask on. Right. Yeah. So. So that's fun. And you've been planning that for what, like a month or two now? Yes. Uh, Well, actually, this is the delayed plan from last year. Okay. (laughs) When there was no baseball. Yes. Uh, My work wife and I were planning on going to baseball games in different places that, you know, our days drive away, but we don't care. Yeah, you guys don't mind sitting in a car for a day. I don't mind that either, but I wouldn't do it to go see baseball. 
No, you wouldn't. And you wouldn't go do it to go see baseball and then get back in the car and drive home. Right. Yeah, we had been hoping to do that last year and okay. go to some different uh, teams, mm-hmm. you know. So this year, as it was, I was feeling antsy and I was watching baseball and I thought, wait, my, my Cubs are going to be close by. Your Cubs are going to be close by. Can you hear the air quotes, friends? The closest they get. A day's drive away. Yes. Okay. And I was okay with that. And I knew my work wife was not stir crazy like go somewhere because she has gone some places. Yes. During the pandemic, she went back to visit her siblings, which is even farther into the reaches of nowhere. Okay. But I've not. Mm -hmm. And she also has a business with pet sitting. And so she's had the opportunity not to be cooped up in her own home. Which is a tiny place. Place where she lives to to go and stay at other people's houses while they are out doing their responsible things like she ba- she pet sat for like somebody going to a funeral or somebody yes. going you know yes. with family there are valid reasons to travel even in a pandemic yes and so, so she'll, she'll she has that. had work and she yeah. has not had to stay home that's her hobby business that's what lets her afford being able to go places yes and also to have pets without having them yes mm-hmm. yeah so, so she'll, she'll stay a different place. So she has that outlet as well. Mm-hmm. So I did send her a text some weeks ago and say, with a baseball schedule, and say, I think that you might be feeling the need for some fresh sea air. And so in this case, the fresh sea air was in San, San Diego. Diego. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a bit of a drive. Mm. You know, yeah. A- any place worth hosting a ball team is a bit of a drive. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. It is. It's true. So... I was very excited. I was a little bit concerned because we, you and I and the kids had gone to the Friends vaccination oh my barbecue. Gosh. We, were, we were a bit overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. We we have a good friend who had a vaccination celebration and like everyone was welcome who was vaccinated. And only there, the people invited. Yes. Don't bring extra guests. Don't. But still, there were way too many small people and they were very, very loud. And there were way too many humans in general, small and big. Well, we, we, there wasn't actually that many people considering what type of party she would usually have, you know. Okay, yeah. But but it was more than we were accustomed to being around all at once. Yeah. You you guys were even all overwhelmed. Like my just, extrovert ass was shell shocked. Yeah, and so were the kids. Right? Yeah, they were. So we all recovered for the rest of the weekend after that. Yes. Um but So I was a little concerned about that. But it was totally great. That's awesome. Yeah, it was totally great. But You told me about this plan, and you did have some concerns about that, but I had concerns about being the only adult in the house. Yes. Yes, that's been a problem for some time now of what do we do with that? Because... Anyone who's been listening for a few years will know, any of you friends who remember in 2018 when our family was nuked and we were playing musical houses because child number two and his other mom attempted to accuse me of abuse. Yes. And then it took us half a year to get those charges cleared and to demonstrate that I was an effective and acceptable and safe person to and, and be adulting with, in the home. With all those official stamps of approval, and then you couldn't actually do the job. year and a half to get our boy processed enough through therapy that he could handle me being an authority figure again. And he could barely for a long time. For a very long time. Yeah. He felt so. like a lot of children of divorce feel this way, that they 
are somehow betraying their parent of origin. Well, yeah, even even our youngest child in the house doesn't appreciate my presence much, much of the time. Much of the time. Yes. And I think a lot of that stems from, you know, part of it is the same thing, mm-hmm. that there is that sense of, if I'm too affectionate with you, am I being disloyal to my other parent? And part of it is the fact that you and I both notice things that the other one's frog has been boiled about. Yes. And when we notice them, those kids get really, you know... How dare you notice this thing that my real parent lets me do? How dare you disapprove of this other thing that my real parent ignores? Yes. Yeah, they get riled up about that. They do. Either one of them. So They do. I make you mean and you make me mean. Uh, Yes. (laughs) I hold you accountable and you hold me accountable. Yes, it's true. It looks like mean. It does. Oh, well. Darn. So we'll talk about remedies for that in a minute. But right now, that was like, okay, I think we've gotten to a point that that's a safe bet, Mm -hmm. especially since his mindset about the whole situation has really turned around in the last year and a half that his other mother has basically abandoned him. Yeah, she says she wants to see him, but she wants it on her terms and I've refused her terms. And he knows it. And every once in a while he does ask, which we've talked about, but he's gotten very used to us just running our own household ourselves. Mm -hmm. And with the pandemic, especially because we're all here together the whole time. I think that has also helped with the healing of that relationship that we're stuck in the house a lot together, or we were before. Yeah. Yeah. He can go outside now and he does that a lot, which is great. Yes. But you know. And he's vaccinated. He is vaccinated. That's right. And number three will be fully vaccinated, getting their second shot tomorrow and will be fully vaccinated before we plan on taking them any place which we will do this year. Oh gosh. I know. We'll- so tell me tell me about this trip and then I'll tell you about how my weekend was okay. while you were on your trip. Okay. It wasn't a weekend. It, was it wasn't a-, a weekend. You are correct. It was but it felt case. like a week th- weekend because it was that long of time. Well, and also because the last couple of days of school were happening. Mm-hmm. Well, a day and a half of school. And he really didn't have a lot of responsibilities at being that no. time in the school year. They never do. No, but that's okay. So the two of you left on Monday night after work. Yes. And I'm just going to point out that you have a day's drive after work, which really means a night's drive. Yes. What time did you get there? 3.30 a.m. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we took one pit stop to get gas. And we, we tried to take a, a route that would be better for night. There are some better routes for day driving, but there would have too much deer or other wild creatures on them. Mm-hmm. So we, we had gained like 45 minutes, but... According to what the map had said you would yeah, take. Yeah, so according to where we would have been. And then we um, hit a bunch of traffic in the middle of... Why? <laughs> the middle of nowhere, middle of the night. Yes. I'm and, sorry. Uh, we could see some flashing yellow lights up there, and once in a while we could see some flashing white and blue lights. But we were never catching up to them. So it wasn't an accident. Right. There's probably like a hundred cars behind it. Oh my gosh. Which is a lot of cars for where we were. Right. Eventually, as we started getting to some exits, people would get off and we would say, oh, they had to pee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... They need some gas. So we would get, you know, 20 cars closer to the whatever it was up there. Right. Probably about half hour before we got to drive past 
I said, I think it's a wide load. It's two lane road. So, you know, it's taking up the whole thing and we're all stuck behind it. Yep. Yeah. And sure enough, they pulled over. I think not sure if they could make it under a bridge. And so they had all pulled over and um, boy, was everybody glad. Right? Yeah. I bet. And we had not stopped. So at this point, it's, you know, sometime between midnight and the middle of the night. Right. And um, we did drive a little farther and we had, we had decided on where we would need to get gas. So we uh, got some gas and got back on the road and kept driving. And as you get down in the area where we were going, there's the naval area and all that. And we actually drove through downtown LA because it was two o'clock in the morning, 2.30 in the morning. Wow. So like I've never driven through downtown LA because you don't. Right. You don't want to do that. I mean, it's not a good idea. It's been many years since I've gone that way. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the last hour... I started nodding a little, but I wasn't driving, so it didn't matter. And we got there at 3.34 in the morning. I took a nap on an air mattress, and then uh, we were staying at a friend's house who was actually out of town. So this goes back to the pet-sitting gigs, Mm -hmm. as uh, my work wife knows this person because she has pets at for them up here by our house, and they have a house down there. So they weren't home. They were up here by our house. And we were down there at their house. And it was very nice of her to do that. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah, so we tried not to be bothersome to the neighbors and, you know, get in there and get, get the air mat- mattress blown up so we could go to sleep. At four in the morning. Yes, take a nap. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. At, and what time was your game? Our game was not till night. Okay. Seven, ten game. So we had plenty of time. We didn't care. We didn't need to get up in the morning. You don't want to because... Um, you because know. it's already friggin' morning. Well, it is morning. <laughs> it's usually the time I get up. <laughs> But we were all like wound up happy, like, hey, we're somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. My work wife lived down there many, many, many moons ago when she first left the ranch and went down there to college and apparently stayed there less than a year because not a lot of college happened with beaches nearby. Hmm. Mm. This is oh, my shocked face. Right. They worked it out somehow. So then we, we got up in the morning later mm-hmm. in the morning. And uh, I woke up the first time at six because that's like my sleep in time. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the clock and went, nope. I went back to sleep till 7.40, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So really it was a nap. Mm -hmm. And we got up and I had brought breakfast with me and a cooler and stuff and and coffee because, uh, you know, I like things the way I like them and my work wife does not like breakfast. Mm -hmm. It's not her thing. So I'm like, why why should we bother with that extra chore when I could just put it in a cooler? Yes. Yeah. And we made some plans because we had watched when we left home here, we started watching what she was listening to and I was watching YouTube videos on what to do with 24 hours in San Diego or what to do with 36 hours in San Diego. Oh, that's totally great. Yeah, it was because it reminded her of things in the area that she knew were there but had forgotten about. Yeah, so we made some plans after thinking about what places we had thought were interesting. We, we chose Balboa Park. Okay. Which is a bunch of museums and arts area and fountains outside. And a lot of stuff was closed there because pandemic still. Right. But, uh, some of it was open. We didn't necessarily want to go in museums. We wanted to take a walk and look at stuff outside. And mm-hmm. So we did that. Walked all over the place. There's like a rose garden. and You walked all over the place after having had four hours of sleep in 36? Oh, yeah. That was the start of our walk. Oh. That was the start of our walking. Oh. Yes. And then we drove downtown, and we were going to try to, like, park and ride a trolley to the ballpark. 
but we were at that point I was very hungry so I was not a great navigator we just finally parked somewhere which is pricey yeah and decided we'd park there and walk to somewhere to eat so we did we parked and we walked to a brewery and finally ate some food which I had been hungry probably for three hours at that point so yeah because I'm just like that when I'm tired and it was great and then we took we said oh let's take a walk and then we'll we'll let's go see where the you know the ballpark was down the street and let's go see where we're going to go in and look around over there and see what else there is. And then let's walk, you know, towards the ocean and the marina. And then let's walk back to the car and get our stuff and take another walk. So we did. We went all over the place down there and we walked back to the car and got our stuff. And and then we walked away away from the ballpark to another marina area and all over the place there and then walked towards the ballpark again. Right. Yeah. So we went to the ballpark and we found our entrance. I said, do you want to walk around here again? And she actually said, no, let's just stand here. Uh-huh. It's like half an hour till right. the gates open, but let's just stand here. Right. I mean, we could go have a beer or something, which would probably be half the price, but we didn't really feel like it. We just stood there. That's great. And people gathered. Because <laughs> you're tired. Yeah, everybody had their mask on like they should. And oh, good. It was people at, in San Diego, because I've been to a couple of other ballparks. Uh-huh. People in San Diego were very chill. It was very chill there. Mm -hmm. And it was enjoyable because of that. So yeah, we just stood around and you can't bring bags in. So this was funny because we had all our stuff in a little bag. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, what we'll do is I'll just put my flannel shirt, and my jacket on and stuff, put stuff in my pockets. And when I get up to the security thing, I'll empty my pockets and take the things off. And, yep. And then I'll go through. That's totally great. So she, we empty the little tiny bag, mm-hmm. little tiny shopping bag thing that's, yeah, reasonable. Like a lunch bag size. Yeah. Because you're allowed to bring in bags that are seven by 10 and ours was too big, mm-hmm. which is like the size of her purse, I think. Right. So she could bring in. And so um, he has her take her jacket off of, she has it tied around her. You can't do that. Mm. You have to take it off and either wear it or hand it to them. And she has the folded up bag and he says, what is that? And she says, a bag. And he says, no bags. She said, but it's empty. And he goes, oh, he didn't know what to do with her. (laughs) And she wasn't going to offer to not take it. Right. So we could bring our empty bag in. So we get to the other side and then we put all our stuff back in our bag. Ah, right? That's phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. So it was, it was fun. And then guess what we did next? Sat down. No, we Stood walked around. around the whole ballpark. Oh, for... F- yes. And there's a Padres Hall of Fame. Okay. And a store. And then she bought a dog toy for the ladies' dogs of the house we were staying at. Okay. Then we walked on each floor to see what kind of things they had. Mm-hmm. There was a gluten-free pizza at the pizza place. Nice. I was shocked. I've never seen a gluten-free anything at any ballpark. Of course, I'm in California at that point, but right. still... And you can get, you know, two little squares of pizza for $12, which is cheaper than most things at the ballpark. Right. Yeah. Of course, we didn't do that. We walked through the whole place on each floor because we were on the third tier. Okay. And saw every place they had. Lots of craft beers. Hard to decide. And then we went back to find the pizza place. And in order to go back, because all the escalators are set on up, you have to take stairs or the elevator. Mm-hmm. And we went to the elevator. And there's an operator in the elevator because they don't just let you loose in the ballpark. What? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if that's a pandemic thing or what but hmm. he's like okay where are you going and we said uh the first level and he said the first level zero or the first level one I, we said one he said well where are you going i said the pizza place that has a gluten-free pizza he goes oh okay that's one mm-hmm. he, he was he was okay with that that's funny i was excited he knew that and then we walked around some more on the way back and there's this part where you get to there's ramps and we didn't take that the first time and here's why when you take the ramp it's meant for like you know if, if you have a wheelchair and you're not in the elevator and you want to right. go on the ramp you got to have some way for people in wheelchairs to get back out mm-hmm but the ramp goes back and forth and back and forth. It goes back and forth like three times for each floor. Okay. And it goes really far. 
because you don't want it to be too steep right. for wheelchairs. So we we added some walking. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. And we went back because we had gone and found our seats and got our little bracelets. And because ours was a, a COVID vaccination section, you have to show your your card. And I had called ahead to ask them, does it matter that our card's from out of state? And they said no. Yeah, all the CDC cards look the same. Yes. So... They don't care. Yeah. So you show him your card and your ticket, and he gives you a little bracelet that says you're allowed to be in that section. That's great. Yeah. Then we, that's when we went back for all the other stuff, the pizza, and we sat down. Now you're surprised. <laughs> so I sat on the outside, and, and she sat on the inside. We still had a seat between us to put all the, mm-hmm. our, our bag of junk. and um, That was no longer empty. Yes. And then there was two guys there, and one of them was an older guy, probably like me, and a younger guy, probably like a nephew or something. And um, he was a a ticket uh, holder, like season tickets. And then he told us about different seats he's had and how he likes those ones better. And they were good. Like, they're above home plate. You could see down. Nice. And it it was nice. I liked it. Both teams played great. And the Cubs beat them seven to one, and that was pleasing. Good job. Yeah. So then after that, you went back to the place that you had been staying. Yes. And, and you know, we had to walk to the car because it was not close. So we did. So <laughs> when we got in the car and we're, we're driving back to the place we're going to stay, I'm deciding how hungry am I and do I have enough snacks at the house or do I want like more protein than that? So I looked and, and there's like a McDonald's and then there was this Mexican place that's open 24 hours and it's drive through right by our friend's house, hmm. like on the way. Nice. Yeah. And it was only half an hour drive mm-hmm. to her house from the ballpark, especially at that time of day, 1030 at night. So I decided I was hungry enough and McDonald's is never a good idea for trying to digest things and sleep. No. No. I got some nachos. Little did I know they would feed seven people. <laughs> and uh, of course, we were so tired we could barely eat it, but I got at least enough protein in me. So it's probably like 1230 now. This and, sounds painful. And we decided to switch spots. Because I was cold with air underneath me in the airbed. And she was cold in that room because it was far. Mm-hmm. So she took a quilt and put it over the airbed and slept out there. And I took my sheets and blanket and went in the other room and slept in that bed. And uh, I slept a long time. Good job. Yes, I slept till like 8 in the morning. That's like never happens. No. So then we got up and ate things and decided, like, okay, we, we had left it open to look at ballgame tickets because it was a middle-of-the-day ball game. But I had noticed that I had a message from the pediatrics uh, saying the boy had an appointment at 11.15 on Thursday. And it was Wednesday and you were still in San Diego. Yes. So that in part influenced us, but also because we wanted to go to some beaches and there wasn't going to be time to do both. Mm-hmm. So we had a message to our friend who recommended two beaches really close by. So we went down the street to Swami Beach, which was absolutely beautiful. There's a lot of stairs going down, and that was fine. And that means, you know, there'll be a bunch of stairs going up. Was that also fine? Yes. Okay. Because we had only done... Well, that, that's what I was going to say, driving to the Mexican place. We had only... We looked to see how many steps we had done the night before. Okay. What I couldn't figure out is how I had gone 12... Point three miles, and my work wife had gone 10.8. I don't know. I mean, the men's room was farther. Well, there's also the entire getting ready. Like, you putter about as you get ready. I go back and forth a lot you when I'm getting do. ready. And she sits there and drinks her yes, coffee. Yes, so it wouldn't surprise me if you had a whole mile just walking around the house getting ready. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, because we had walked through the neighborhood first in the morning. Okay. Yeah, when, when we had got in the next morning after we got there uh, to see all the, you know, plants that we don't see here. Mm-hmm. 
flowers. So how late were you at the beaches? Well, we saw where to go to the beach, and then we saw this gelato place, and we saw they had vegan gelato, and my work wife can't have dairy. Mm-hmm. And so we we went to the beach. The tide was coming in. You couldn't go too far. Right. And then we came back, and then we went to go to the gelato place, but we couldn't park there. We had to park, you know, block away. And so we walked back and got really delicious gelato. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to the car, and we're going to drive to the beach, and got in the car and looked at the map, and the beach was a block the other way. So we got back out and walked there. I actually went in the water there. I didn't swim, swim, because the tide was very pulley, pull you out there. Yes. But I did dunk myself in the water. So probably like 12, 1 o'clock, we were back getting ready to go, and I was eating the second course of my... Previous night's meal because right you feed seven yes got cleaned up because I was all salty and we thought about stopping at the glass cathedral because she wanted to see that but we decided that we were our vacation had made us tired and we were just going to drive good plan I thought so we thought we both thought thought so so then what happened <laughs> is we were trying to drive out of L A and people sometimes drive a little extra there. Like they drive on the shoulder and then pull in front of you. Yeah. On an off-ramp thing. Which, I mean, is a thing that happens everywhere, but it happens more where there are more people. Yes. And so people notice it more in yes. places like L.A. Well, and like two people did it in the same spot we were in. Right. So um, I was on the phone with the boy because you had told him I was coming home. Oh, my gosh. And so he called me. And so I was talking to him as my work wife had some choice words to say about the drivers who were rudely and dangerously pulling in front of us, which he found hilarious. That your work wife was swearing at drivers. Yes. That is totally great. Yeah. Well, it's funny to me because like he had been just an absolute deer the entire time. He had followed directions. He had done what he was supposed to. I didn't give him much to do. Like he didn't have any anything much to push back against. Mm-hmm. And then I had gone to the gym and he was here fine at the house. And then you texted me saying we are on our way back. And by the way, he has an appointment in the morning. And so I texted him that information. I said, dad's on his way back, but he won't be back till late. But you have an appointment in the morning. So you just went out to play. And, you know, last day of school, you might expect to go and hang out and stay out real late. But because you've got a doctor appointment in the morning, you still need to be home. Right. And then instead of calling me to find out what time is too late. He called me to ask if he could play with his friends until eight. And I said, dude, I'm not there. You you need to call Jess. He says, yeah, but Jess told me you're coming back. I said, yeah, I'll be back in like 10 hours, maybe. (laughs) So we just I will be back before your 11 a.m. appointment tomorrow. (laughs) We got in the car like a couple hours ago and we might be back. We're going to be back in the middle of the night yeah so, and he was like still confused and he realized it was because your text said that and so i said tell you what i will text jess and then i will tell you if you should call jess and then i did tell him to call you and he said okay good and he was he was good about it and it's funny because he asked you for eight and then he asked me for nine ah, smart guy. <laughs> and then what's really funny is he came home and he said i think i might have pink eye and everybody was asking me if i was high because my eyes were red mm-hmm. and i'm like were you out smoking Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just trying to make stuff up. Did you ask him that? I did not. Oh. No, because I wasn't going to push anything at that point. I was uh-huh. just like, you know, go take your shower once you're in your pajamas and your laundry is upstairs and your bed is made and everything else you need to do for the night. Then I will look at your eyes in the bright kitchen light. And I couldn't tell if his red eyes were from being tired or from being high or from, you know, having been out in the sun all day because he's had like, he's been getting red sunburn, suntan on his face almost every 
every day lately. Yeah, yeah. Because he's not putting on sunscreen. And, and he so doesn't like, wear a hat and he won't wear sunglasses. Mm-mm. He so, just lose him. Well, and, you know, he's going to make his choices and he's going to live with the consequences. And at this point, there's only so much we can support him with. And yeah. he has significantly bigger battles to fight. Yes. So I couldn't tell if he had sunburned his eyes or if he was high. Right. <laughs> and so I'm like, Dude, and I, I, don't I don't know, know, but it doesn't look like pink eye. I don't know that he could smoke or not because he thinks he has asthma. And I think that he would start coughing. And with his belief that he has asthma, he might be afraid. But he's also a teenager and teenagers do whatever. So right. he might have done that too. Yeah. And the doctor said that he had outgrown his allergic asthma and his exertion asthma, mm-hmm. but gave him a rescue inhaler for just in case. Right. Which he doesn't use because he doesn't want to get a headache. Yeah. And so at this point, it's better to just let him continue in that sense of, you know, and he also was like, I, I don't want, I don't want to, to, for people to think I'm high because like, I've heard things about people ODing and like, and I'm like, on marijuana. Oh, never mind. Don't ask questions. <laughs> no. Just let them think that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't explain it. Okay. Yeah. Good you job. Don't, you don't want that. No, nope. sir. That's Good right. job. No drugs for you. Correct. Idea. Stick to the drugs you're prescribed to. Please. Yeah. So yeah, that was hilarious then that he called you and said eight and then called me and said nine. And I was like, I don't care if you stay out till nine. That's, you know, what time that your sister gets to stay out when they don't have to be up in the morning. Yeah. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. And he did. He came home at like 10 minutes to nine and went and took his shower and had me look at his red eyes and mm-hmm. <laughs> went to bed. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? Mm-hmm. This is all so like completely surreal. Like I spent the entire few days on edge, like when when is this going to blow up? I didn't figure it would or I wouldn't have left here. I figured that. Yeah. But even so, you know, maybe I still have the PTSD from you the do. tomato fight and <laughs> and broken water bottles and overturned tables and You have do you have the PTSD from living in a DV, a domestic violence situation, which was what it was like with him before medication that helps him control that Mm -hmm. is, you know, outbursts. Yeah. But now that we're all vaccinated and now that you've taken a test trip somewhere and I've had my test parent trip, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've decided that we're going to finally get around to taking our kids somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Which we had been planning to do before the plague, but you don't take kids places in a plague. No. Especially not kids like ours. Yeah, because as we learned over time, avoid it like the plague didn't happen when it got here, so. (laughs) Humans do not do that. We did. Well, I I get the sense that we're in the minority. We know other people who did, but yeah, there did seem to be a lot of people running amok anyway. Yes. And and some getting very mad if they couldn't run amok. So now we're going to take them somewhere to run amok. Yes. We're taking them to Disney. Cha-ching. So we're going back to L.A., not yes. San Diego. I feel like LA. it was a good test Southern run, California. Because I drove past it. Yes. Almost. You drove past LA. I, I, gr- I drove past the exit. <laughs> That's great. But it gave me a good feel for what the drive is like. And, you know, as I suggested today, going down a day early in case you have a flat tire. I didn't get to that part, did I? Oh, no, you didn't on the oh. way back after yeah. he had called so, you. Yeah. So then what happened was where I was at. So then what sorry. happened? Sorry, folks. <laughs> 
<laughs> so then what happened I, after I talked to the boy and we're driving and we're in this area called the Grapevine, which is this winding road through hills that doesn't have a lot of space to pull over. Mm-hmm. It's my work wife driving her tiny little car mm-hmm. in the fast lane. Mm-hmm. And the indicators of something's wrong with your tire and the noise of the tire, they were very apparent very quickly. Great. Yeah. So we had to get, she had to get over. To the shoulder. And there was not really a shoulder. Mm-hmm. And she was nervous and she says, there's no room. I said, your car will fit and then we'll figure out what to do. Yep. We cannot be in one of these lanes with these no. people driving like they're driving. The other side was at a standstill, but our side was moving. Mm-hmm. Well, because you were going away from the city. Yes. And at the time of day we were. Right. Yeah. Um, so then you're stuck in a tiny little mountain highway going out of the city. Yes. Against a guardrail. You could not open the door. And she was going to climb out, but I'm like, well, I think I probably can stick my upper body out and look because it was a tire on that side. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good because that was then eventually easier to manage. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want it to be on the outside. So she got on the phone with AAA and went through all the automatic prompts and all that nonsense and that was taking forever in the meantime by this time the cop that was on the other side of the road and all that <laughs> stop traffic sauce came down and around and it's a drive i mean there's a drive to another exit right um he can drive on the side so he doesn't care right he came up behind us and he had to climb over the guardrail and go on that side to walk over to talk to us hmm and he said, uh, we can change this tire way faster because I have folks on the other side who have been waiting for AAA for two hours already. And I she mean, had a little that donut spare. Stopped. So do you have a spare? Yeah. So she had a donut spare, but we were going to have to move. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, fairly concerned about her rim because we could probably get a tire somewhere, but getting another rim is... That's another story. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we went very, very slowly, inching our way up about 75 yards to get to a spot where we didn't have a guardrail right up against us and we'd be able to change the tire. Okay. So he helped us and then we had to figure out the jack, which is a whole nother adventure (laughs) because it's a tiny little car. So uh, you had to get the little square thing on the jack into the exact spot. That there's on this tiny car, there's one tiny spot that is not made of super light, super efficient materials and is like extra reinforced to lift the whole darn car. But it's a little, you have to actually square little square but it's it's uh like a socket yeah for the the you have to put the little square piece of the jack inside of there so that when you start jacking the car up it's inside of there and gonna stay in that little spot so we got the little donut on and drove to a tire place to get a proper tire because you're not driving a day's drive overnight again on a donut donut (laughs) yeah with so many hours still to drive And, and you can only drive 50 on those so after that then you did get started again yes and did you have to stop again on the way home yes then we planned our stop for gas using the app that tells you where the prices are then she drove to what would have been the time we would have gotten home which would have been like 12 30 and that was when we got to that stop i drove from there another four hours from there and uh, i did have to make one more stop about an hour and a half from home there was a rest stop and we stopped there so i could Mm -hmm. Use the men's and get my little soda and put my flannel shirt on because it was chilly mm-hmm. up, up there. Speaking of the men's, I sent you a funny picture. There was the men's room sign had a picture of a man in the driver's seat of a car. And it was like a picture over his shoulder of like the steering wheel and dashboard and the road in front of the car. Yes. 
And I'm like... At the truck stop. That's ridiculous. It was. That's why I took a picture. I mean, it was just me in the men's room, so... Yes. And you you didn't talk your work wife into going into... I didn't. We were too sleep deprived. I sent her the picture this morning and I did ask her if she noticed it. And of course, I couldn't go look. No. Because it was in the little... Like, you'd have to go around that corner to go in that hallway like you're going to that restroom. Right. In order to look. But I wanted to know, was the women's restroom the same? Did it have a woman in the driver's seat? Or was she on the passenger side? Hmm... We don't know. Hmm. We might have to stop there. We might. Someday. When we take the kids to Disney next month. We might. So that, yeah, that was my adventure. I went somewhere. Woo! Did anything gendery happen while you were there? I was thinking about this before, like, you and your work wife used to go places and, like, you would sleep in the same room. Right, we didn't. No, not anymore. No, of course not. Was there, like, any other gendery stuff that Besides was, like... Besides the men's room sign, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, the other gendery stuff to me is I'm aware as we're walking around that we are both safer with me as transitioned. Mm-hmm. Walking around wherever we want and being wherever we want. Yes. So I was very aware that we didn't have to worry where we were walking, like back from the ballpark at 1030 at night to the car. We didn't have to worry about that stuff, you know. And she's not a nervous person anyway. No. She has a bunch of brothers. So I'm just aware of the comfort that we have. Right. Walking around. Good. Because I'm a dude. <laughs> you are a and dude. And other dudes don't find that worth the trouble of bothering you. No. No, not, not unless they want No, and they won't bother they... her because they see her with you and they assume that you're her dude. Yeah, and that would make the problem for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the, the guy we were sitting by at the ballpark, he wasn't sure what to do with us because she's friendly and talking to him. And, and I was sitting one seat away from her. Oh, so... He's with you? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I, I didn't seem to be bothered that they were talking. And so he was a little confused, but glad to have somebody to talk to because he was a You're letting person. your woman go talk to other men. Yeah, it confused the guy. They weren't sure what to think of that. The straights are not okay. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Even if they're me. You'll be better after some sleep. <laughs> I will. I had that thing today where, where uh, you're not... You had the spins. <laughs> I had the spins. I laid down for a nap on the couch after the boy's doctor appointment, and I had a little food, and I laid there. And I, I had the spins, not the kind like where your whole body feels like it's moving from alcohol spins, but the lack of sleep spins. And even when I sat up, I felt like things were swimming past me, although they had never moved. Sleep uh, deprivation sucks. Yeah. So is there anything else about these uh, trips that you've taken or that we're planning that... I don't think so. Okay. So is that it? That's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Okay, are we ready to go? Yes.
Oh, well, apparently not. Oh, I'm the one who's yawning. I don't know, but you're going to have to stop that. Right? <laughs> it's not even close to bedtime. For you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Tran... Good morning. Uh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you're, you are tired. I am. And this is Transpantastic. To get gas and real quick pits, pits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're still recovering. I am very tired. Do you need to blow your nose? You're sounding. <laughs> I don't think it'll help. But I can try if that okay. would like me to. I would if it's not too much trouble. Nope. Knows this person because she has uh, pet pet. She has watched the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. Yeah, we stopped so. at the truck stop on the way down, too. And it's nice, you know, it's easier at the truck stop. To, there's more bathrooms and yeah. more snacks for the kids to bother us about. <laughs> can I have? You can have $10 worth of snacks. Which is a lot, I think. But I still live in 1980 prices, so don't. But I recommend spending no more than 5 today on our way down and no more than 5 on our way back. <laughs> if you spend your whole 10 today, you won't have anything left for the way back. Because we have stuff in the car, damn it. Ha, 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 ha.